0: what's up guys nice to see you guys again welcome to another episode of <gasps> çap- we're highly uh caffeinated right now let me
1: know if uh you want us to make that a permanent intro that'd be pretty good okay
0: god please no how
1: many bubbas are there like 10 10
0: yeah, um, you today... didn't
1: really count. You liar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's it. I just whatever it takes. My fingers, is, oh, like however long. Um, today we're gonna talk about something um, that you guys have been asking uh, of us, and that's um, moving out for the first time. Yeah. How old were you when you moved out?
1: Um, I moved out for the first time when I. Do you count uh, military, On your own. like like living in I guess <laughs> like a bear barracks type of thing?
0: I guess so, because there's some sort of, no, not really. No, not really. You don't count that? Not for this particular one. Okay. Yeah. So,
1: uh, I mean, I guess I could talk about that later too, but I guess moving out for the first, first time um, where...
0: Your mom and was, daddy aren't there? Yeah,
1: my mom and daddy aren't there. <laughs>
0: you said daddy.
1: Yeah, let, let's start with the military, because it's, 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 okay. uh, it counts because my mom and dad are there. So the first time um, was... When then was, wouldn't
0: it be then when you went to the military school?
1: I guess so, huh?
0: Because they're not there and you were living not at home.
1: Yeah. I guess I moved. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So I guess the first first time that I moved out was uh, when I was 16. Damn. And I went to military school and you uh, you you have you share your room with a bunk mate. So there's a bunk bed and uh, it's highly structured. There's a lights out like. Dun, 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 what like, is that? Dun, dun Dun, 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 dun. Is it
0: a song that It's a just song, plays? it's like a trumpet song. But is someone playing the actual trumpet? Yeah. Someone plays the actual yeah, yeah. trumpet Or was a this- bugle
1: or whatever it is. But uh, someone plays it and then, um, just like the movies, you know? And then, so that means lights out. That means we all got to go to sleep and then there's someone that comes in and checks up on everyone to make sure they're there and all that. What
0: time is that usually? usually?
1: Uh, I forgot. I think think was was Okay. Okay. Um, so I was in a very rebellious stage in life. So I didn't really follow the rules, but I think if I really applied myself and follow the rules, it's actually a really good structure. Everyone wakes up at like six, 6 thirty or something. you get up, you put on your tie, you brush your teeth, you iron your clothes, and you go eat breakfast, you go to class, and it's like a very regimented lifestyle and um, And I thought it was kind of cool. like I thought it was kind of, it, you you kind of learn that, hey um. I don't need my parents as much as they think I do because, you know, your parents look at you when you're 15 and they think you're a child.
0: Like he did barely learned how to wipe his ass and he probably doesn't do it right yet.
1: Yeah. But when you're when you're when you do that, you're like, oh, shit, I I could live on my own.
0: Do you have to make your bed and are people checking your rooms to make sure it's not like a pigsty?
1: Oh, it's it's more than a room. You got to It's got to be like better than a hotel room. So there's hospital corners that they call. It. There's a certain way you have to make your bed.
0: What's a hospital corner? Um,
1: so at the end of the bed, it has to have like this 45 degree angle, like tucked in. So like, you know how like at the, when you go to the hotel, there's like a way it tucks it, like it, they tuck everything in. So it has to look like that. And the sheet can't have a single wrinkle in there. You have, how
0: do you prevent that?
1: Uh, so like you get like boot bands. And you tie the bottom of the sheet underneath the mattress, so it's like an elastic band that pulls, pulls it. So there's zero wrinkles.
0: Wow, that really prepared you. Yeah. How did you forget all that? Because you don't do any of that at home.
1: I think. Uh, I mean, I could if I want to. It's a choice, which is cool. I love. I love making a choice. And then you you uh, you have this thing called um, like you have your, your these shelves, and you have to put your your white shirts, your towels, your shoes. Everything has to be placed a certain way. Um, it has to be flush. Like it has to be stacked. Like it's at target. I Have to do all that. <laughs> All the yawns are going back. It's freaking me out.
0: Sorry, I'm trying to open my mouth. Because you're going
1: you. like this, but then your eyes open. You're like,
0: anyway, go. Uh,
1: so, like, yeah. So, I you learn how to do all those things. You learn how to polish shoes. So, you, you learn how to be pretty independent, which I thought was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You were explaining though the structure, and that's why you like it.
1: And so I like the structure. And then the the, the hard part, I think, of being by yourself is the food. But then there's like a this is what they call like a mess hall. So it's like a cafeteria and there's food. And as long as you make it in within those hours, um, there's always gonna be food. And I think that's cool because it, it teaches you time management too. Yeah. So if dinner is served between like five thirty and seven thirty and you wanna fuck around at the playground and keep playing basketball or homework or Sorry, whatever. But you don't eat. Yeah, you're just gonna be hungry at, at night. Yeah. And there's a couple times I missed and you learn real quick. You're like, Oh shit. I'm yeah. making I don't give a fuck what's happening. I'm making the food times.
0: Yeah. When, yeah. the
1: first, when was the first time you moved? Damn,
0: out? you had a lot of structure and I'm sure you were so well equipped to live on your own. I was 25.
1: Oh, damn.
0: 20. I was in my 20s, you like maybe 23.
1: Yeah, old fart.
0: And that's that I was able to convince my parents because in my household and most uh, traditional Mexican households, the woman cannot leave the house if she's not married or if she's not, like, if they don't know that she's going to be taken care of by a man. Like, first generation, like, that just doesn't happen. And that was so true for my family. Like, my sister couldn't move out until she got married, which she did, and then she moved out. My brother could do the same. He couldn't leave until he was married and had his house. And Even the dude... Even the dude. Wow. Yeah. Um. So for me, it took, it took a lot of saving and convincing and like, um, because I'm just like I don't want to leave here because I'm married.
1: How, how long have you been wanting to move out?
0: Oh my god! Since I was like 15. And did you just
1: did you start pitching that to them then? Like <laughs> no, 15? because I didn't
0: have a good relationship with my dad, so I wasn't talking to him in oh, high school. I yeah. didn't I didn't fix my relationship with him until I was in my 20s. Yeah. Um. So and my mom is someone that's. She likes. I mean, I don't know if she likes it, but she just grew up in like a lot of patriarchal structure, so that's yeah. all she knows. Yeah. So for her, it gives her more confidence knowing that she has the support of her husband or like a, a a male figure. Yeah. So she feels more confident. And she feels like she's safe. Yeah. Whereas for me, I'm like, I'm okay. I don't need a dude. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um. So. Uh. And, and and because I was I grew up so sheltered. I didn't like me leaving me walking out because I grew up in a fucking ghetto of, of East L.A. Um, me walking outside of my gate, like the gate in my yard was terrifying. Yeah. Like I'm just like, holy shit, I'm going to die. Like, yeah. So that's kind of how I was raised with a lot of fear. So it wasn't until like like um in my 20s. Did when you I hear start-
1: gunshots growing up?
0: Every fucking day, pretty much, oh, all the time. Like our house got shot up a few times. Like my mom was out there gardening and like a bullet missed her fucking head by inches. Damn. Like it's crazy. Like yeah. there was always drive bys. There was like the cops would constantly harass my dad and my brother because um, they fit the profile. You know, like it was it was bad. It was bad. um So yeah, that's just the environment that I grew up in. So it wasn't until and and because I was so sheltered, but I'm such a curious curious person curious how come I can't say that curious yeah curious right okay uh person and I just wanted to fly and just like leave so bad and explore that when I was finally able to get a job like I purposely would get a job that was like outside of my city like far away so that I can explore different areas of of LA um why not
1: further why not like san diego or san francisco Oh, i'm not allowed
0: to do that where am i supposed to stay am i uh, supposed to drive like because i have to be back home
1: oh okay i was thinking about when you already moved out already
0: no this is i'm just trying to like paint a picture I of see. like yeah, how yeah. extreme it was for me to move
1: yeah yeah I see.
0: like it was groundbreaking so you're so i remember
1: you're working at a bank at k-town <laughs> mm-hmm. were you uh living at home at that time
0: yeah so you're, so you're, home. So
1: you're like how what's the furthest i can work while still living at home yes uh, i see
0: yeah so um I, I didn't understand i didn't know much of downtown la like um i didn't even know that they were it was segregated like that with so many different like like towns yeah like town k town yeah um so then yeah like i was trying to work m- more in the 626 area like um Tadena or like pasadena but like for some reason so when i uh applied for bank of america they kind of just tell you where if there's an opening where the like the areas that you would want want to if we send you there yeah so then for me i'm like okay these are cool so there was just an opening in k-town so i'm like let's go
1: that's when you're going from part-time to full-time yeah yeah so when you're going part-time to full-time they're like all right so if you want to be full-time this is where we need a person yeah oh okay
0: yeah um yeah so then
1: how did that feel being able to at least drive to another part of town and kind of explore
0: that was dope because it was just like, cool, I'm like an adult, like I have to make money so that, and then I have lunch breaks and my lunch break is out here and I'm not back home and then I get to come home like, you know, when work ends like at five or six or whatever, so it was really cool. Like I didn't care that I had to drive like, it took me an hour to get there, because you know, the LA traffic is horrible. Yeah. And especially rush hour, it's bad both directions. But I'm like, I don't care, this is so dope. Um. So I had already saved enough, I had saved a pretty good amount of money by the time I was like, okay, I think I'm ready. So I already had my car that I had bought. Um, Shout outs to financial aid at that time. Cause I I think I got like two or three grand and then that went straight to my car. Like I got my books and then paid whatever tuition and I had money left over. So I'm like, I need a car. So I bought my first car. And then I I had, um, I was making enough money to like I was doing my finances and stuff and I'm like, okay, this is what I need. I have th- I have to pay m- this much for insurance. So I did my budgeting. I'm like, I have this much for insurance. Um, I can spend this amount on, on food. Um, I can only afford this amount for rent. And at that time, they, like health ke- insurance or whatever wasn't required. So that helped because I get an additional <laughs> couple hundred bucks. So then um, when I did my finances, I'm like, okay, this is this is the cost of living that I have to, that I I need to spend every single month, and then I looked at everything and I'm like, oh shit, I think I can do it. And I remember, um, the popular thing at that time was looking for rooms in, um, looking for rooms on Craigslist and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I am not about to go through Craigslist. Like, remember, I live in fear because I can't even leave the, the, the my yard. Yeah. So I'm like, there's no way, like. I'm gonna go to the Walmart version of like finding a place to sleep. Yeah, and I knew that the only especially
1: thing- when you're trying to look for quality roommates.
0: Yeah, and I remember it, very quickly. I found out how much the co- like how much it costs to live in LA because I'm like, oh, okay, well I'll just get a studio. Because I remember in college I had um, a study buddy that sh- her place she spent like maybe 500 bucks, but she lived like in Burbank or Studio City or something like that, and it was a studio. And I'm like, holy shit, this is expensive. And then I wanted to live out in K Town. Cause I'm like, it, at, lo- at least that time, it looked a little bit more ghetto. So I'm like, okay, shouldn't be that expensive. And for like a studio, it was like 2,500. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, okay, I guess I can't afford living on my own. So I'm yeah. gonna look for roommates. So yeah. I didn't go to Craigslist. I actually went to like roommates.com or something, something where I had to pay money. Yeah. Cause I just figured like only people that can afford to spend this, cause it's a luxury. Yeah. Um, I I felt like it's just a different type of person that would sign up for something like this. That's how
1: I feel about dating apps too. Like I've I've never been on a dating app, but uh, I just feel like whatever dating apps are free, I feel like you're not going to be able to, I guess, qualify the people versus like, if you're able to pay for a certain dating app and you're looking for a certain type of someone, the, 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 Quality of candidates that you go on dates are, are probably better. Yeah,
0: it's a different pool of people. Yeah. So then, um, so I just felt more comfortable paying for service because I thought it'd filter out a lot of just creature like people. Yeah. So I went to roommates.com and then I, I saw like a few listings that I liked. One of them being in Alhambra. Yeah. And then it was like the perfect storm for me because it was like the first place that I found. It was like this girl and she was looking for only female roommates. The place was in Alhambra. Um, her parents had just bought another house in Riverside. Um, she was a biochemist working in, I forgot where she worked at, um, and she needed female roommates and she was my age. So then I remember she like interviewed me and we met at a Starbucks and I'm like, oh my God, this all feels really good. That's tight. Yeah, because it just didn't feel creepy. Yeah. And so like she interviewed me and it was my, and like I get to interview her, right? And um, yeah, it seemed really cool. And she was like, "What well, do you want to see the house? Because I guess, I passed, I guess, that initial part and I was yeah. a weirdo. Yeah. And then I saw the house and it was so cute. Like, it was like,
1: it was a cute house. Yeah. It was
0: like, like, like remodeled and like it looked very clean. Um, And yeah, I, I was like, hell yeah, like I'll move in. And I didn't even know, like, no one had taught me any of this shit. And I just figured this is what. Was the right thing to do, and it what, felt what, right.
1: Was it hard for you at any point, like making food or doing laundry, or
0: I'm not even there yet. But like, um, so so what helped me was that I'm moving in with other girls my age. Yeah, yeah. So it was like 500 bucks, and I'm like, okay, I can do that. Yeah. So then, um, I got my parents' blessing. Hell yeah.
1: How hard was that to pitch that to them? To so my mom was that. like,
0: "Don't do it. Don't talk to your dad. Like he's gonna disown <laughs> you. It's really bad." Yeah. And then I was like, okay. I'm like, but I still have to find out for my own.
1: Yeah. You know, I still have to do it. Yeah.
0: So um, I talked to him, and that was the first time that I actually talked to him in like several years. Yeah. And I ended up apologizing for whatever it was that he was angry at me about, and I was angry at him about. And then, like, he gave me his blessing to move out.
1: He was just cool with it.
0: Well, he was like, Of course, I don't want you to do it. But he's like, If you feel you need to do this, he's like, Go for it. And if you can't afford it and you fail, he's like, You can come back. Oh, so it was cuny. the complete opposite of what my mom said
1: <laughs> did you ever bring that up with your mom no, like, i don't want her to why feel the bad fuck are you fucking giving me this bullshit shes
0: i mean i understand my mom's trauma and yeah. she's never trying to ruffle anyone's feathers so she was just like let's just keep the peace i don't know she always uh, assumes the worst that's so, so she's funny. she's scared don't talk to him yeah so <laughs> he actually helped me move out like he carried the mattress in for me and stuff oh, it so was cuny. really cool it was a really that's cool experience awesome yeah it was a really cool experience uh teaching you guys a lesson don't ever buy other people's words like just talk directly to the person yeah all right don't don't go around it and make and fill fill in the fucking blanks like just talk directly to the person and understand what's happening yeah because if i would have listened to my mom i would have stayed home and i it could i wouldn't be here right now um
1: that's why i never listened to the news about like any of those like those uh, crisis or war stories. I have all my special ops friends. I go, let me just talk to them and get the real information because they're actually there, boots on the ground.
0: I'm not sure I'm spe- I'm like talking about that. But yeah, if that works for you, good for you. Yeah, it
1: works really good for me.
0: Yeah, I, I guess just in general interactions that, yeah. that helps the best. Um. So uh, yeah, so it was like my first time living there. And usually I'm like living at home at least. I was like, I would leave my clothes everywhere and I wasn't like the neatest person. But now I had my own thing and I was proud of like my room and I just had a room. Yeah, And that shit was like spick and span. It was so nice. Yeah, And that was the first time I realized I didn't own shit. (laughs) Like I didn't own anything because I lived with my mom and everything I had like... So you
1: didn't move any of the furniture from your house to that house? No,
0: because you know parent furniture? Like, they buy, like, the Uh, heavy, legit shit. And it's
1: ugly as fuck.
0: And it looks old.
1: The most (laughs) high-quality old old shit. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So then I was just like, I can't... I mean, nothing's going to fit in a small room. Yeah. You know, so, like... Um, I bought Ikea stuff and I couldn't even, yeah, Ikea always coming through and I couldn't afford much. Like I think um, they had a bed frame for me, you know, just that metal frame. Yeah. They had that, but I brought in my own mattress. Um,
1: The hardest mattress in the world.
0: (laughs) I didn't know. That's how I grew up. My parents had that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And then I bought my own, like I, like I literally had nothing. I had no pens. I had no spices. I, I didn't have a TV. I didn't even have a computer Oh, I'm like, yeah, holy right. fuck, I don't have anything. And I, I like... when you it,
1: wanted to watch TV, you just watched the one in the living room, right? Like the family TV? Yeah, but
0: that's when I realized... Like I got lucky that that was even available to me. Yeah. Because if I... Like the only thing I can afford was a room. It could have been one of those where the, the communal areas don't even have a TV. Oh, But I, I see. was fortunate enough that this house... They were was willing it, to share. Was equipped with it. Yeah. And they they opened it up to us. Yeah. So I had living room furniture because it was all hers. The TV, like a refrigerator, washer and dryer. Like those are things you take for granted because when you're growing up, it's there in the house. I mean, for some of us. Um, But yeah. And then like cooking, I had no idea. And since I didn't know them, like it wasn't like, like a household gets together and we all like potluck it. it I was like eating out a lot. I was eating out a lot and then just bringing it back to my room. You never
1: uh, cooked that much?
0: Uh, in the beginning, I didn't because I didn't know them. Oh. But then the more like, like we would make small talk and we like then we got along really, really well. Yeah. And then we would just do like um, they would go to Costco and then just buy stuff for the whole for the whole house. And then we would just like pay for our portion of it or whatever. So it really worked out for me. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, I had different skills because my mom grew up very patriarchal in that environment and a woman is supposed to clean, cook, blah, 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 blah. I didn't get the cooking part, but the cleaning and doing your laundry and just all those things, I was taught. Like how to clean, how to do laundry, how to do my bed, all of that, she taught me with that. So um, I didn't struggle much there. That's cool. Yeah, but it, it, it was really eye-opening to be like, oh fuck. I have to buy literally everything. Toilet paper, shampoo, like all of this stuff was was just at my house. Like I was fortunate enough that my parents didn't make me pay for anything at home. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I took all that for granted. Like towels. Like I never even you know thought what? I had to get a towel. That's
1: true. You know what's one thing that's really cool? Uh, is it time for our first sponsor? You didn't do it yet? No, I think oh. it's in such great conversation. That- yeah,
0: I was living in it. I was like, yeah, I was in the past and, and visualizing all of it but yeah let's talk about our first sponsor well, our first
1: sponsor <laughs> is Skillshare as you guys know that we freaking love this I love it it's an online learning community with thousands of classes for mm-hmm. the creator and all of us and there's photography creative writing design productivity marketing all the things that you need to be good on social media or to start a business or to improve your resume or to be better at any job that you want there's just Tons of classes that you can take to increase your skill set. And if you sign up right now, Skillshare.com slash Bell, B-E-A-W, you get two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. That's Skillshare.com slash Bell, B-E-A-W to sign up. Skillshare.com slash Bell and get smarter Day.
0: yeah get smarter learn about photography learn about marketing learn about creative writing and it, and like what's really cool it's there's these big um, like categories right that you can learn from so for example photography right um, you click on it there's a subcategory where now it's like is it photo for IG is it photo for weddings is it photo portraits is it black and white do you want to do film developing like there's so many different classes at your fingertips for two months for free like don't sleep on it you guys
1: yeah, uh, I think in some ways you're really lucky. In some ways uh, you didn't get to experience what I got, what got, what I got to experience. Um, so when my military life moving out, I think it's very similar to what people would call dorm life. Um, you know when a lot of people they go to college for the first time and you get to live in a dorm and there's just entire buildings of people the same age. and uh But, I just, but I just did that at a way younger age and way more regimented, you know, and it's uh, not co-ed. So it's a little bit different but one of the pains and you guys are gonna relate to me on this if you guys have lived dorm life that fucking sucks is there's these laundry rooms you have to share so everyone's doing laundry like once a week or whatever right you go in there and then like no one waits around for laundry so you throw the laundry and you're like oh, i'm gonna come back for 45 minutes and you go hang out or whatever and then you end up coming back like maybe an hour later and you come back and all your clothes are on the floor oh <gasps> Like the next person Take all your clothes a big the,
0: fuck you Either
1: out of the washer Threw it on the floor Or out of the dryer On the floor And that happened uh, At my military school And that also happened Did it happen to you? It happened to me
0: I'm glad it happened to yeah. you Because you should have waited
1: No one waits And it also happened to me uh, At my apartment at UCLA And it happened so much People's laundry gets jacked Sometimes like bits and pieces Of your laundry are missing It's it's Yeah And then the uh, and then sometimes like it, it, your laundry smells because the last person smells so bad that there they stunk up the washer. So now that infects your laundry. Oh
0: fuck! Yeah, that. It's, it's
1: horrible. It's like that's a, uh, but that's like a really cool experience to like be responsible and timely with your laundry, which I think is kind of cool. But uh, there's there's that dorm life. But I think like the first first time that I actually um, moved out moved out was uh, when I was. I think I 19? was oh, maybe like 20 Oh. and I moved out with my buddy Richard and um that that was kind of cool because like actually damn my the way my moved out is so different so the first time was military school then I moved out for community college because I think me and my dad just weren't getting along. I didn't have a good relationship with them so me and him would get in like the craziest fights and you know when I get mad like I get so exhausted so I, it was just really holding me back from my studies So I finally moved out with Richard and uh, I think what was cool was because I moved out twice already. So by the time I moved out for UCLA and I lived in the apartments there, I was so prepared and ready to move out that I was able to really focus on my studies. So I think I never got the homesickness. Um, I knew when to do laundry. I knew when to, how to make food, how to make cheap food. Like one of my favorite college foods is uh, make rice buy a can of chili for 50 cents, throw it on there and then fry egg and throw it on there and pop the yolk. And that was bomb. Oh, damn. And then so like, I, I think in college, what's what's cool about college life is everyone gets to share tips because no one has money. Yeah. So everyone gets to share tips on like what to eat, what to buy, what to make and uh, the 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 way to do everything the cheapest. Yeah. And because I have already lived all that, like my, I usually made my bed in my room um, in college and like everything was like pretty stupid streamlined for me
0: yeah no it looked like it it looked like you had your life on lock.
1: yeah like I just I just knew how to do it already because I already moved out twice yeah day. I
0: really like that about you I liked how self-sufficient you were because like the trope is that guys um, aren't given the same skills this is old-school thinking by the way um, I'm 36 so I kind of lived the old-school thinking but it, it, the trope used to be that guys didn't know how to live on their own without a woman you know, like yeah. their laundry was going to be fucked up. Their 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 house was going to be fucked up and dirty. Uh, their meals are going to be all fucked up. And they're probably just eating fast food because they just they didn't know how to cook for themselves. There's a lot
1: of dudes that are like that, that I knew that, like, especially at UCLA being so local. Yeah. Um, I knew people that would take their laundry home on the weekend so their mom could still do it. Yeah. Like they were they were moved out, but. The still not like they would go home with laundry. Yeah, their parents did their laundry and then they would come back with Tupperwares full of food and stock the fridge for the week. Yeah, so I'm like, damn, besides physically living somewhere else, I don't think you really moved out. Yeah, because you're not doing anything on your own.
0: Yeah, and I think that's really important to like be able to be self sufficient. Yeah, so I really was attracted to that. Uh, about you oh yeah i really like and i f- and it made me feel safe it made me feel safer because i didn't know what the fuck i was doing and i had just moved out like maybe i was living on my own for like maybe almost two years at that point um that that you were just such a pro at it that i was like all right cool like i can learn from him because i didn't know what the fuck i was doing like i was barely getting the hang of it
1: you look like you knew what you're doing when i, I remember when i visited your room uh in alhambra house on my oh, cool, you have like pictures of your nephews and nieces up, like you, you really made it your own, you know? It didn't feel like, oh, I'm just temporarily living in this room for now. It's like when you walk in through that door, it's like, oh, the world to Gio.
0: Oh, that's cutie. Well, yeah, I mean, um, I never got homesick because I was just so tired. I was sick of home. Yeah. <laughs> so I never got homesick. Um, But yeah, no, I was so happy to be living on my own. I really was. I loved it. Like, um, I was just, I just lived so isolated that I, I needed a change. You know, like for my personality type, I couldn't, I just had to be independent. Like I only want to be independent and on my own. So um, that really helped me mentally so much.
1: Yeah, I think I needed it too because my parents are so overbearing and controlling that I think even up until high school, like they were picking out my clothes, especially like in junior high, uh, it, was, it was optional to wear school uniforms. And my dad was like, nope, we're buying new school uniforms. I'm like, I'm going to be the only loser wearing school uniforms. And I was.
0: Oh, that sucks. So like, I didn't have it that sucks. bad. So
1: like, yeah, I didn't I didn't feel like I could breathe my whole life. Same. So even in high school, I barely felt like I can breathe. And I think that's why I even got into raving. Because finally, I lived with my dad. And my dad was like, I'm going to let this dude at least be who he wants to be. So I think the minute he cracked the window, I fucking flew out of there. I was selling drugs in arizona i was you know sleeping at waking up at other people's houses like it was just i'm like i'm out of this motherfucker to the point where my dad's like if you're not gonna come home tonight can you just call me and let me know
0: oh man you're lucky i didn't even get it so i would just
1: let him know I'm like, hey dad i'm not gonna come home today and i'll be be, and i I won't be home for like a whole week
0: oh my god no i never did that um but i think something that really really helped me was knowing that i left my house peacefully Because I think it would have, yeah, yeah, on good good terms. Because I think it would have been hard on me to be like, "Fuck!" I don't have the support of my parents, whom I look up to. Yeah, and then if I fail, um, I I'm gonna be living in my car. So I never felt like I didn't have a safety net. You know, like I never wanted to rely on it, and I didn't really focus on that. But I think in my heart, I felt like, like I'm never gonna be left on the streets. You know, that's awesome. Um, Because when I moved out, all I had was just I didn't have very many friends because I think I had made such an extreme life change from how I was in high school, like failing and 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 getting into drugs and stuff. And then in college, it was just work full time, go to school full time, just try to get your degree and work that I like. I didn't really um, focus on friendships. Yeah. And all I had was just my boyfriend at that time. And then we ended up breaking up like maybe a couple months into me living on my own. So I felt completely alone. So just knowing, and, and if I would've, so feeling alone and then knowing that I wasn't good with my parents, it would've destroyed me. I think I, I, I think I would've been in a bad place. So that really helped me. And then what also helped me was that I just didn't go on a whim and be like, I'm moving out. Like I, I really did plan out my finances and I made sure that I lived within my means and, and even less than my means that's awesome yeah because i was just scared of like not making it you know like i was scared of having to go back home i didn't want to have to go back home i didn't want to be that person not that there's anything wrong with it uh but for me and my personality type i just never wanted to digress
1: one of the things i'm so uh, grateful of the internet is um that you're able to google a lot of questions and there's good answers out there so i remember like you know when you even when J.K. was first about to get its own office space, I was like, in the court, like relative to how much money a company makes, how much should the company be paying towards rent? You know, and you even Google back, they wouldn't give you those type of answers. But then when it was time for us to buy our house, like I would Google that, and it's like it's so clear. Like everyone recommends, just statistically. Uh, if you're a, if your rent slash mortgage is thirty percent of your total income, you're pretty much in the safe zone. And people haven't seen it's like ten percent that you'll become bankrupt from this situation. Mm. So like people that are like, like let's say if you make fifteen hundred dollars, if you're making if your rent or mortgage is under five hundred, you're pretty much in the safe zone. That's something that you can afford. And I'm so glad that there's like this type of resources out there. Yeah. Because a lot of people that I knew was paying half. Yeah. And that's danger zone. Like if you're Making 1500 you shouldn't be spending $750 on your place of rent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's some great advice. And yeah, definitely Google that.
1: You can Google almost anything now, which is awesome.
0: Yeah. But I think the most important step um, for all, everyone listening is just looking at how much I'm making versus how much money I need to be spending just to live. Yeah. You know, and then in doing this budget, um, so you want to look at rent you want to look at how much money you have to eat insurance. Now you need car insurance and you need health insurance. That's already like could be $400 for both. Like, and
1: then there's all the stuff that you don't think about, like toilet paper. So yes, emergencies. Shampoo, My dad would
0: always tell me that he's like, there's always going to be emergency. Have a savings always. And, and like you're young and you're like, whatever. He's like, When you least expect it, your car's gonna break down. When you least expect it, uh, a tire's gonna pop. Cause I mean, your car is like the biggest thing you own at that time, you know? When you least expect it, your computer's gonna break down. Or like there's these unexpected big expenses that happen that you're just not prepared for. So he was always like, please, please, please put 10% away. I don't know what the percentage is now, but put 10% away for your savings. Cause you never know what's gonna happen our sponsor is brought to you by Noom and I am absolutely in love with this app and just the service because a lot of us want to be better versions of ourselves but it's really hard for us to start uh we just don't have the right resources or we don't even know where to begin or who to talk to so Noom is an awesome way to build healthier habits to lose weight but not for the sake of losing weight but for the sake of being healthy feeling good about yourself um and it and it does this in a way that it helps you change what you're doing on a day-to-day because we've all done different diets we've done crash diets we've done fad diets and we've all failed at one point and it's not because the diet wasn't good I mean sometimes it is um, but it's because we just we just had the bad technique we had uh, we didn't have the right support system again we don't have the right resources so noom is really cool because they use a different approach they use a psychological approach um, and they help you build these healthy habits they don't just leave you alone there's constant check-ins um, there's a bunch of lessons here um, it's super flexible there's food loss Like everything that you're that you need is at your fingertips with Noom, and I absolutely love it. Um, so yeah, you guys, like I said, it's based on psychology. Noom teaches you why you do the things that you do it and empowers you with the tools you need to break all those bad habits, um, and replace them with good ones. So for you guys listening right now, um, sign up. It's a really small step for a really big change, uh, especially because we're almost at the end of the year. So there's no point in closing out the year week. Let's close out 2019 in a strong way. So if you sign up uh, for your trial today, trust me, it's going to be the best decision of your life. That is Noom.com slash B-E-A-W. What do you have to lose? nothing what do you have to gain everything so go to um noom.com slash bear. that's visit noom.com b-e-a-w for bear and start your trial today
1: i was so fortunate to have like parents that um really cared about me and like my whole transition um i was really fortunate to I think I was able to have a slow transition because I remember when I first moved out for community college, like, yes, I'm physically out of my parents' place of living and I'm living on my own. I'm like doing my own laundry. I'm making my food. I'm doing my own time management. But like, let's say my laptop would tank on me. My dad still told me this is what he told me. He was like, while you're in school. Anything that you need for school, I still got you.
0: Damn. And I'm
1: like, that was so cool because my, la- my laptop well, any- would tank. And so he'll buy me a new laptop. And anything that was just like a random, I had to spend a grand or randomly spend two grand for something. He would still get me. So I was able to slowly transition for me to be able to get on my feet. Yeah. Versus a lot of parents are either like it's all in or all out, you know. Yeah. And then, so that was, that was cool of my dad to do that.
0: Hell yeah, that's fucking cool. Cause then you didn't even have to pay rent, right? Cause your mom bought the house that you got to move out.
1: Oh, I paid rent. Oh, you did. So that was one thing that was really cool. So when how did
0: you get money to pay rent?
1: GI bill, baby. Oh. So I when I was moving out, so when I was in the military, I was getting paid. I -I 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 think like five, anywhere between five to eight hundred dollars, depending on my rank. And so my mom knew that me and my dad weren't getting along. And this is right when I like you know I Oops. fucked up, I fucked up in school my whole life you know I went through so many different schools yeah and then so I I got out of the Marine Corps and I'm like cool I'm ready to like finally approach life give life a second chance I want to do good you know so I went to community college signed up for my classes and then the first couple months moving back in with my dad we're just beefing fighting all the time and I'm like man there's no way I could study under this type of environment my dad my mom who also lived with my dad knows how hard headed he can be so I was talking to both parents I really wanted to move out and um. My parents uh, both supported me. My dad's like, fine, like, if you want to go move out, go ahead. My mom being like the, the Taiwanese, like, I got to, like, be smart with the finances. She never believed in renting because for her, she's like, why would you throw money down the drain? So she came up with the crazy idea. She was like, um, what if I bought a house? And uh you pay me the rent that you're gonna pay anyways, and then whoever you're gonna get to move out with you, he pays me the rent too, and that'll cover like the mortgage and this, Ooh, this that's will be smart. This will be like a little investment. So like my mom's like very traditional Taiwanese where everything like has to make has to make sense, you know? So I'm like, All right, cool. So we she bought like this cheap little house and then she started like um remodeling it and doing all these things. Yeah. So uh I was paying I paid, I think, like six hundred bucks a month or something like that, and then my buddy Richard also paid six hundred bucks a month because he also has the GI Bill. So that was pretty much like half the mortgage, and then so I would pay that to uh, my mom like every single month, and it was, I guess, like uh, I didn't have any other job, but like the military was my part-time job for the time, and then that was pretty cool.
0: That is really cool. Um, yeah, you you're also really lucky that you had that support because I, like, literally everything I ever got was because I earned it. Like my parents never got me a car and not to say anything bad about my parents. I mean, like I never knew about their financial struggles, like, but um, they weren't rich, you know, like we weren't rich, like God, like my house was getting shot up at like at least every weekend, you know, like my neighbors were getting drunk and fucking shooting in the sky and like rumbling in the front yard. I live next to an apartment complex, you know, so like we weren't rich by any means. Yeah. But um, I guess I really liked that because I earned everything that I ever got. So, um, like my first car, I bought it, um, moving out. I paid for all of that. My college, I paid for all of that. Um, so I never like, it, it was scary for me because I'm like, fuck, it's all on me.
1: Yeah. But you're completely self-made, which I think is super cool.
0: Thanks. Oh shit. I never thought about it like that. I am.
1: Cause I don't, I don't think I could uh, say I'm completely self-made. Yeah. You know, I feel like I had a lot of help. Like my dad, uh, when I went to college, he saved up, I think like, 30 something grand and he gave me the full account and he goes, this is for your junior senior year, spend it all, go Vegas, spend it all if you want, but this is all the money I have. And this is all I owe you for the rest of your life. And so I had to time, I had to manage that with the rent. I managed that with buying my books and all that stuff. And, um, and that was like the last two years of my school. And, and, and then when, when we first started JK, um, finally uh, the house that we me and my buddy Richard lived in at that time there wasn't like the three you know the three units but when JK started there was actually three units so now my mom has income so uh, when we finally moved back in my mom was able to go oh yeah you don't you don't have to pay rent Yeah. And then that was a huge boost in JK. Like to start a production company without having to pay rent for the first couple of years is huge.
0: That is huge.
1: You know, so I don't, I don't even know if I could say I'm self-made. I could say like, I think my parents helped out a lot. They really like gave me the building blocks for everything to flourish.
0: Yeah. That's beautiful. I wonder how I would have turned out if I had that type of support.
1: You might've been freaking dope, even doper.
0: Maybe. Or I could have been like super dependent, codependent on shit and like not know how to, survive who knows who knows right isn't that crazy to think like that but um yeah for me knowing that i had a, a a plan set in place really gave me security instead of me just kind of going like well i think this is okay and i think this is okay like thinking like six months to a year and like planning that out really really like helped me um and then moving in with um with roommates actually helped me too.
1: So it's a good transition, huh?
0: Yeah, because it, it wasn't like a complete shock of like, now I'm completely alone, I'm isolated, I have no one to talk to, like I'm completely fucked. Yeah. Like it felt really good having roommates and for me, having all female roommates. Cause then I just felt safe. Yeah. Like I didn't have to worry about getting raped or any of that happening. And then when I was looking for these roommates, I found people that like, were like me. Yeah. They were career driven. Uh, they were very dependent, uh, like independent. Um, and they weren't about partying. They weren't about like, uh, bringing a lot of different people over, like, and trying to party all the time. Like, like I just found people that were like me.
1: Yeah. I remember your landlord would like to sleep at nine. I'm like, she sleeps earlier than I do.
0: Yeah. Cause she had to wake up at four to leave the house by five to be at work by like eight or something. She like dro- drove, really far or something like yeah,
1: that. I think that she worked all the way in Irvine or something like
0: yes. that. Yes. Yeah, she did. And we lived in Alhambra. So, yeah. So that really, really helped me. Like I, I picked a, I, and I even picked a neighborhood that was safe for me because again, I grew up with a lot of fear and like in the fucking hood that I'm like, I don't, I want the complete opposite of what I was raised in. Yeah. So I paid attention to that. I paid attention to the house too. Like I wanted the energy of the house to feel really good. Like I didn't want it to feel sketchy. I didn't want it to feel uh, unsafe In any sort of way So I was really particular About that And that's when I feel like I got really lucky Because I didn't have to hunt So much Yeah And it could have been Because I had that subscription That I paid for That it like filtered out All that stuff So I only had like Quality people I don't know Or maybe it was like a bigger It was part of my plan Or something I don't know it was probably- You actually
1: did really good Come to think of it Because in the I'm thinking about my life Compared to yours And I think my life Was pre- I've been prepped My whole life To live on my own so uh growing up, you know how my, my parents are divorced. So and then able to uh in order for my mom to be able to pay for the mortgage, we had random roommates all the time. Yeah. And we didn't have Craigslist back then. So the thing that me and my mom would do all the time is go to the Chinese market and make flyers, you know, the kind where you could like peel off, peel the number. So I've been doing that with my mom since I was like six years old. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So I've seen how my mom interviewed people. I've seen random strangers in my house. I see what she looks for and uh things would break down because you have so much use of all the appliances dishwashers washer and dryer um because now your house is more like commercial use and it's not really residential use yeah so since i was a kid i understood how washers work how dryers work i went with my mom to get things repaired we bought new things i see how fridges work um so i'm constantly like in the i understood that ac ran on freon like i just knew all these things as a kid already so when it came time to move out i was already i think like way more prepared than most of my friends. And then when it came uh, to my mom wanting to rent out the other units at that house that we lived in, it became like second nature to be able to like, to do rentals and stuff because I just grew up in that whole environment of getting new roommates, fixing washers and dryers and and all that stuff. And then, but I did that with all that preparation and like for you to move out with no one really guiding you because it's not like your sister or your older brother had any advice to give you, just figuring out like you did really good.
0: Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I just knew I wanted to feel safe. And I wanted, I always, like, in life, I always want to level up. I never want to move backwards in any sort of aspect of my life. Even something as small as, like, a car.
1: Yeah. So the second kid has to be way better than Tyco then.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that's leveling up. I don't know if I can level up another human. Um, but when it came to things that were in my control. It has
1: to be born with, like, three eyes.
0: Like, I just always figured, like, okay, this is where my parents got, Um I need to do better than that. Not in a competitive way, but in a way of like, damn, like they came here with this. This is where they came from. They leveled up. Yeah. And now it's my turn to level up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um So, yeah, thanks. Yeah. I don't know. I just always felt like I wanted to just be better. I don't know. And feel safe. Yeah, but yeah, I definitely didn't have any guidance cuz my Brother and my sister didn't know. They never lived on their own. Yeah. I don't think they've ever lived on their own.
1: Even your sister, till this day? She
0: lives on her well, own Well, now. now she lives on her own. Yeah, but yeah. not really, because she has kids. So she's never lived alone alone. Uh, yeah. I think I'm the only one that's ever lived alone. Out of dang, all all yeah. of us. Yeah. Well, there's four kids. I think living
1: alone is such a good thing, because you learn so much I loved about
0: yourself. Yeah, I loved it.
1: I think like a couple of the things that I didn't get a chance to do that I think are imperative are... Living alone,
0: you didn't live alone. I mean, I, I did
1: live alone, but oh. like, there's a couple other things that I regret not doing. The other one is uh, studying abroad, because like that's the most controlled environment where you get to live in another country for a few months. Yeah, because you're under- with
0: other people that are your age and just as lost.
1: And yeah, and doing the same things, and then like, and really being able to, because you know when you travel, you're there for like a week, you know, or two weeks, like you're not really immersed. So being able to study abroad, stay there a semester, I think that's something that's like super cool that everyone should do if they can do it. Yeah. Um, and there's a, oh, and then the other thing is having a part-time job.
0: You like, never had a part-time job?
1: Um, I kind of did, but like, I don't the know military. if the military. Yeah, but like, I think, oh, but that's like, I mean, there's time. It's ma- a different feeling. There, there's time management there. And it's also a different feeling where like, it's not a weekly time management thing that I had to do. It was a monthly time management.
0: Oh thing. yeah. You didn't have it. So then. like
1: every month I had to like figure out how to like, it, it's extreme, you know, it's like, it's almost as if I was jobless. And then the hardest job of my life for four days straight. And then I was jobless. Versus I think like uh, seeing people be able to go like, oh, I got to work at Subway and then I got to go to class and then I got to go do whatever. Being able to balance all those things, I think would have been really cool. I did it a little bit. I had like, um, I wouldn't even call them jobs. They're more like projects. Remember I used to sell sex toys and textbooks?
0: Oh, right. Yeah, not the same.
1: So they're like- um, Because it's a
0: different feeling about having a clock in. Yeah. Like it's just different.
1: And doing it for like a year straight.
0: It's yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. I only had one part-time job. No, two part-time jobs. Yeah, I didn't work very much. I only worked at a bookstore part-time. Yeah. And then after that, I worked at a bank as a teller for a part-time. And then when I graduated, then I started moving up and becoming more full-time. Yeah. That was it for me.
1: Well, actually, I did work a little bit more. I did. I worked at the uh, mortgage company.
0: Oh right.
1: But I think like more long-term and structure and building like a team. I think like that would like if I worked at Starbucks or something. And I was there for like a whole year. I think that would have been like everything I did was like in stints. Mm. So I think like being able to like, let's say, you know, at uh, Bank of America, you worked there long enough to like, I'm actually going to go full time here. Yeah, I think. And building that team and understanding how everything works. I think that, that would have been pretty cool.
0: Oh, yeah. OK.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know if I what I wanted to do more of. I wish I had lived in like a dorm type thing.
1: And I think it makes you appreciate money more. <laughs> sorry
0: please. so bart does that to me a lot where he's still in his own head thinking his thoughts and then i say something and then he continues his thought he does that to me so much that i'm like i'm like and and usually it's stuff that i it doesn't matter like it's i don't even need to repeat it again but i'm getting used to it i've gotten used to it all right i'm used to it um but yeah i'm actually uh pretty proud of myself yeah i i I think, I think I've think i just been really lucky. I honestly feel like I've been really lucky. Because, I mean, I, I don't have... Like, the moving out thing, right? Like, yeah. it just worked out so perfectly that I'm like, fuck, I'm fucking lucky. Like, a lot of this stuff, I feel like I'm lucky. Like, meeting you and then doing JK, like, I feel like that's luck. Like, I didn't do anything to deserve it, you know?
1: um like, I mean... Some parts are luck. Like you're lucky you moved into a house where there's no hidden cameras and they sell like leaked pussy footage online. So I guess that's pretty lucky because that's like the other extreme of what could have happened. Yeah. You live into you move into a creeper's house, but, um but I think like with JK, that wasn't luck. Like you earned every bit of it. You know, like me and Joe were doing JK and we were gonna do this meet and greet event. I
0: guess meeting you, that's like lucky. I don't know. No, but
1: that I was.
0: I just okay I, I was just in the feel friend like, circle, like
1: fine I, I don't just, think so fine
0: I just feel like I've been very blessed like something out in this universe has my back Alright, so our next sponsor is brought to you by Best Fiends. I'm absolutely in love with this game. It's a phone uh, game and I catch myself using it all the time. I just recently went to Florida um, and I traveled out there by myself for a week and it was the best not having to rely on an internet connection or service to continue playing Best Fiends. You can play it while on the airplane still. The graphics are super cool. Each a new level is just as challenging if not more than the other. Um, this game is constantly being developed. There's brand new puzzles and and challenges, and it never gets boring. Um, I'm on level, uh, I think I'm on level 34 now, and I love playing it when I just want to just relax and unwind and just have fun fun like how many of us have fun anymore you know like we feel like having fun means uh working on your computer and answering that email and going on instagram and that's not really that fun when you really think about it so make sure to keep the fun alive and um download best fiends it's free at the apple app store or google play that's best fiends think of like best friends without the r that's best fiends so yeah make sure to download that and play it it's family friendly. You're not gonna regret it.
1: As I grow older and as my life gets better, I start to understand why rappers always thank God when they win Grammys and stuff. Why? Because I feel the same way. You know, like oh. like the, like the old, I think the the older you become, the more you understand humanity yeah. and you understand that there's billions of people in this world. Yeah. And then so you're like, okay, if there's like starving people why me yeah why do i get a dope life dope house dope whatever yeah and then so as you get higher and higher and you win like a grammy and like let's say you're fucking a rapper that makes like 20 million a year you're like thank god because i don't know why they chose me because all the other people i grew up in the hood they're either either in jail or locked up or 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 like why why do i get why do i get a mansion
0: yeah 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 i feel the exact same way yeah yeah i'm like why, why, why me? You know, why not my sister? She's just as smart. Like, why didn't, why didn't this but happen But I also to her? think
1: that uh, everyone else, including you, have some responsibility to take that you guys made those choices. True. You know, like when the other people were out shooting and selling drugs, you were the one in the studio. Yeah. Like
0: No, I wasn't. I was the one that was on house rents. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but like for you, like uh, working with JK, you had a full-time job. Right. And then, so when I first moved in with you, you would see me messing around with like my JK stuff. And then, like, a lot of girlfriends would just be like, oh, that's my boyfriend's thing. I'm going to, that's cool. I'll support from the sidelines. But I'm like, hey, and you're like, oh, I can help you with that graphic design stuff. So it was like you proved yourself at one task. And then I'm like, oh, cool. Mobber is really useful, actually. And then you would prove yourself at something else, at something else, at something else. So, like, it was the decisions that you made. And also, you like, uh, owning up and and killing it every single step of the way you know
0: oh thank you i thought i was just having a good time yeah <laughs> yeah no i've i've just i've just been very fortunate. i mean some
1: people's good times ends up like I'm, I'm sure if you ask sean white who is like the youngest snowboarder to ever win a gold medal in the olympics and you ask him like so what do you think made you successful he'd probably say i was just snowboarding <laughs> you know? Yeah, true. But I think uh, some people's decisions, I think people don't think about the consequences of their decisions enough. Yeah. And it's his, whatever it was that made him make those decisions, they were the right decisions to put him in a successful path. Yeah. Versus his friend is probably also meth, but they're not thinking about, oh, wait, meth leads me to jail.
0: Yeah. I think I'm really lucky that, um again, I'm lucky uh, that I had parents that although... Uh, There's that generational gap and and they came here with nothing built, you know their lives um, And they raised me the best that they could and I fucking hated it at the time I was lucky that I had them as parents because because they had me under house arrest I wasn't like in the gang that was like in my neighborhood, you know, like I wasn't Messing around with all the little Cholos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm lucky. I had them as parents Yeah, and they made me um, earn or work for i guess earn everything i got yeah
1: that's one thing i admire about you that you, had, you did everything on your own and i was like thanks. that's pretty that's pretty dope
0: thanks thanks i mean yeah i've learned a lot well wow. so what would you say to someone that wants to move out right now
1: um i would say before you do anything in life i think it's important to have a plan yes so before you want to buy a car, before you want to move out, before you want to start a business, I, I think before you say yes to anything, you want to have clear oversight of what's going on. So how much money are you making? Can you cover the expenses? How far away is that from your work? How often are you going to see your parents? You know, just like mapping out your whole life and don't do it in a rushed way. Like take some time. Think about it. Spend a month or two or three and figuring all the ins and outs of, as much as you can and figure out the plan. Cause you have your whole life ahead of you to move out, um, and then if everything seems like a sound plan, now you go do it
0: and you execute it
1: and you execute it, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't think like uh, um, people should rush it. But I do think it's a very, very um, positive experience, and I think like moving out, like dorming for school, is one of the best because yeah. it's almost like a transition. You're not fully out because. You don't have to worry about food. You know, if you go to the cafeteria, there's going to be food there. Yeah. And then you get to be with a bunch of people that are moving out for the first time. So there's like a support system. I, th- I think it's really cool.
0: Yeah, I think so, too, because it teaches you a lot of life skills in a very safe and controlled way.
1: Yeah. And you meet all kinds I was about of people. To say that. Like, yeah.
0: And you're exposed to so like many motherfuckers
1: different- that are way dirtier than you. Or you find out you're the dirty motherfucker. Like yeah. you learn so many things.
0: Yeah. And then you're you're forced to cohabitate with people you probably would never do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's such a good, good, um, good tip. And I do recommend everyone live on their own. Um, I know it's not for everyone, but I think like you're saying, you like the power of choice. So you like to expose yourself to things that you don't necessarily like so that you know for a fact you don't like it. And now you have the choice to go. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to go to what. Yeah,
1: I like. but I've done it. So I choose not to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like that. Um, but yeah, moving out isn't for everyone. But I do recommend it for everyone. I know some religions, um, or or some um, uh, like ethnic backgrounds, don't allow that, and I feel like that's cool too. Um, and if if that works for you, then I say stick to that. You know. But like for me, it didn't it didn't work for me because it was my tradition not to like my family's tradition not to move out like that. But it just it, I wasn't going to be true to myself and it may have been selfish of me to do that. But look at me now, like I'm able to help and, and give back to my parents and help my family and stuff because I made these these decisions. Yeah. Um, um, but like for someone like uh, my sister or whatever, like they liked it that way. You know, someone like my mom, she liked it that way. Yeah.
1: But it actually makes me feel really good that I'm able to give my mom allowance every month because yeah. of how much she helped me launch my career. Hell yeah. Whether she like not in an emotional way, we all know that. But in like a <laughs> but in a financial way and then I guess in like a money management type of way, all the moves that she's been able to make where, you know, I, I got a really good head start in business, like it, it makes me feel really good. I get to like pay for her all her trips and pay for her to go away from me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking <open> horrible. <laughs> no, I. Anyway. Well, I go- I hope you guys learned a little something. Um, and if you didn't, I hope you just got a kick out of listening to how we we did it. Not that it was right, but this is what we did.
1: Our first time. Yeah. Don't
0: know if it worked or if it didn't. But yeah. I mean, um, I didn't have any traumatic experiences from it. It was all pretty good for me. Um, yeah. And I hope you learned a little bit something.
1: Shout out to our sponsor, Skillshare for sponsoring this video. It's an online uh, learning community and they have all kinds of classes go to com slash bail b-e-a-w and get two months free trial
0: yeah do and that
1: learn your stuff
0: yes thank you uh for believing in our podcast and thank you guys the listeners uh for listening to our podcast please let us know if there's anything that we should be talking about or anything that you're curious about um leave it in the comments or send me a dm and yeah we'll hopefully talk about it so thank you guys so much and we'll see you guys next week
1: Bye.